The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. I've got another great guest with us today, another wonderful woman in the space, which I love to champion. It needs to be more females in this environment. I love having them on the show. I love the perspective. And I'll introduce you. We've got Crypto Wendy O. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, guys. Thank you so much, Cobb, for having me. I really appreciate it. No, it's an absolute pleasure. I love what you're doing and uh, you're growing very, very quick. So let's talk about how you got into the space. I mean, what brought you into crypto? How did Crypto Wendio start? So I found out about crypto many, many years ago. I had a family member back in about, I want to say 2012, 13, who lived with, lived with me and my husband and wanted to buy crypto or wanted to buy Bitcoin with our credit card. And I was like, F, no, you cannot buy Bitcoin with my credit card. I don't even think I had a credit card. So I kind of forgot about it. Um, and then I started hearing about it on Libertarian Radio. And I was like, you know what? I need to make a change. I want to do something different in life. So I went ahead and I invested almost a year ago in November of 2017. And since then, I was addicted. And I bought the top. I got super wrecked in um, December, January because I had no idea what I was doing. So I learned to trade and I you know, taught myself. I bought books and I read, started posting my content on Twitter. And my profile ended up going viral after a couple months. And it was really awesome. Awesome. Well, everyone's got their own experience journey uh, into the space. Uh, I've been trading for 12 years prior to joining crypto, but I got into crypto July last year, started trading around uh, August, September. So I got to see some of the upside of that wonderful run. I've never seen a market run like that before. And it was a splendid time. And as a trader, it was pretty evident uh, what was coming next. And um, yeah, it was a good time. I can't wait for there to be some more volatility going on in the next few months, hopefully, but um, you've definitely grown massively. I mean, you, you, your Twitter growth has been phenomenal. You're talking about it before. Um, you're you're out in the states, there, right? You're in uh, California, is that right? Yes, I am actually in Los Angeles, California, and I actually host a lot of meetups um, in in California to get the community together, to get people behind from behind their keyboards to meet um, in person. Face to face is extremely important for me. Yeah, and, and how, how's that going? Because I know, I know in this space, look, it's a, it's a wonderfully collaborative environment for the most part. But there's also a fair few keyboard warriors out there. I've uh, I've certainly dealt with some of that myself, and I've spoken to some of the wonderful uh, women that we've had in the show. It sounds as though it's been a lot more tough for some women to enter into the space. Have you found that to be true, or is it once you actually meet people, everyone's pretty cool at the end of the day? So you know what, with my with my whole thing is I, I like I see that the I see the way. Um, some women are treated and I can see the way it is intimidating or there's problems because there was like some Twitter drama going on today regarding that. But at the end of the day, um, the person, the experience that I had is if you enter the space and you go onto crypto Twitter, or you go and you enter the space and you ask questions to people, there's a lot of people out there that are willing to help and that want to get you involved. Um, I can see how it can be a little intimidating, especially for women, because sometimes we are weary, but they're like, at least where I am in California, we have so many meetups everywhere and we have a lot of events and we have different things. Um, I mean, I do my meetups. I do a, um, a, a networking meetup in LA and then one in Orange County and they, they um, every other month. And then I do a Trading Basics meetup in uh, crypto space in San Pedro, where I do, I just teach the basics of trading. We all sit on their couches. I have my monitor and then I kind of, I do a little bit of lecturing, but it's really just an open platform for everybody to discuss and ask questions and learn. 
Excellent. And have you seen the groups growing or been the same people keep coming back or what? You know, it really just depends. I was, during summer break, because I'm also in school, I'm studying marketing. Um, while I was in school, I was able to do them weekly, but now I can only do them monthly due to my schedule. And because of the market, I see we get anywhere between five and 15 people. And I think once the market um, starts booming again, I think I'll see a lot more. But the turnout is okay for those meetups. And look, I mean, let's, let's talk about the market for a little while now. I mean, we have seen a, a somewhat of a consolidation for the last three months of Bitcoin. I've, uh, I've been focusing most of my attention trading on uh, or trading against Bitcoin. So essentially looking to build my Bitcoin stack or my Ethereum stack. Uh, the same has been today. There's been several trades that I've entered into that, uh, that are doing well now um, with trading against Bitcoin. We're starting to see the alts pick up a little bit. Right. What have, you, what have you been focusing on over the last couple of months? Because it has been pretty sideways on the majors. So as far as me, I have been, I used, before the market completely tank, tank, I was sweet, I was swing trading on different alts and I was doing pretty good. And then when we started getting these huge, crazy drops, I kind of took a step back and I was doing a lot of paper trading and I was, cause I do, I also do chart, chart requests on my Twitter so people can submit requests. I'll take the top three, but I was kind of doing a lot of paper trading. And then I was also doing a little bit of leverage trading as well. Not a whole lot cause it's scary <laughs> and I'm still fairly new, but I've been, you know, I was doing doing that back and forth because alts are just not really doing anything at the moment nothing too crazy yeah well i've seen um i've seen, I mean recently the alts have been getting the, the issue that we've got in this space right now is that we don't have the products okay so you know if, if i if, if i've been trading for 12 years i, I know what I want to see, I know what I want to be able to do. I mean, if I look at a if I look at a pair, a pair trading against Bitcoin, when Bitcoin runs, these go into wonderful downtrends, which present for me in the style of trader that I am, phenomenal opportunities to uh, to tr- to trade. The only problem is is that I can't trade much outside of the top ten as far as shorting. I love margin. I love leverage. Leverage is my that's my happy place because I, I've I've been doing it for so long. I am very confident with it. I do understand how to manage my risk. So I the more leverage, the better. What I've seen over look it's probably been the last uh, mostly two weeks more than anything is the alt market is starting to kick back so what i do every day is with my members i'll do a scan of all the margin lending or margin trading pairs that i can then i go through and do the top 100 of bitcoin which is against binance and the bigger volume so i can actually see what's going on and it has been shifting we're seeing bitcoin consolidate we are starting to see not a lot but some alts moving substratum nem uh zilliqa these are markets that are moving right now that have uh, that have actually started to buck that trend and start to uptrend against bitcoin so i am starting to see what i call green shoots of uh, prosperity coming back into the alt markets that hopefully it continues I agree. Yeah, I know OCN pumped over the weekend too. And I was like, oh my gosh, I felt I was like, oh my God, why wasn't I accumulating? But you know, it happens and it just, you know, there's a, a project or two that I am accumulating at the moment and it just wasn't, it didn't happen to be OCN. So I just got to take a step back and you know, you get, you can't chase those green candles. You just got to chase the red one. Yeah, it's it. You can't chase the big ones. You've got to uh, stick with your strategy, follow it, execute it flawlessly, and manage your risk. They are the main points that we need to be on all the time. So let's. Um, I just gave a little bit of an impromptu ex- explanation of how the start of my day begins. How does your day look, Wendy? So my day, when I wake up, I get my daughter up. She's two years old. We get ready. Sometimes like I'll get on Twitter. I do my social media stuff, some of my marketing stuff, um, you know, coordinate with companies. Um, I either take her to school or to daycare, depending on what days, what day of the, what day of the week it is. Um, I'm in school or I'm at home. And the days I'm at home, I work um, 
like, you know, trying to book different sponsored interviews or I'm doing consulting work or marketing work with different um, crypto companies. And then um, the other days I'm in school when we get home, um, try to cook dinner and then, you know, do a little bit of training if I can do some charting and, you know, do it all over again. Sounds like a busy life that you lead. I think we all do in this space. It's always moving. It's very, very fast. There's no doubt about that. So, I mean, what you've been, um, you've done some interviews. You've got a great, uh, great interviews on YouTube and whatnot and various bits and pieces. Is there any projects recently that uh, that's really stood out to you and got you really excited? You know what? There is a couple. I mean, one one project that I do like right now is act, I'm doing consulting work for exchanges. Um, this this exchange, I'm not doing consulting work for them. I'm working. I'm I'm actually working as an affiliate for them. They're called Beeksy Exchange, and they're they're based out of the United States. And their exchange, I really really like. I really like it. They're doing like they have a lot of really cool things that they're brewing in the future. So that's a project that I like. And as far as crypto projects right now, I'm kind of focusing on the ones that already have use cases that are already, you know, coming out with products and are making good on their roadmaps. Okay. So let's, let's talk about the exchanges because I'm also looking to uh, work with a number of exchanges. And the reason that I'm looking for it is because like I said before, uh, they're all terrible. Okay. Yes. <laughs> every every exchange that I look at, they're all terrible. Uh, their order systems are rubbish. Uh, their risk management systems are rubbish. You can't have an entry stop and target raised in one order. You've got to raise them all separately in most cases. They're an absolute. They're they're shocking. I mean, like I say, I know what I want from them from a market to be able to trade it easily. Now, of course, we want to see this space grow. We want to see crypto grow, market cap grow, because it'll do well for our investments and will provide us a market that we're already early adapters or adopters in, which is ultimately what everybody who's listening to this and you and me included want. Right. So, the most obvious play on that is to bring traditional money in. Now, I know a lot of traders that are sitting there going, I know the volatility is amazing, Craig. It's it's the best market in the world volatility-wise, but it's just so hard to manage my risk. I put it in the too hard box. If we can just get the orders right and plug a bit of volume into that, we can bring the rest of the market with us as opposed to the, us and them. That's what I really want to see happen, and that's what I'm working towards. What sort of take are you having on that? I agree as well. I feel like, and that like, there's two exchanges that I'm that I'm working with. I'm working with Beeksy, and I believe that Beeksy is aiming to do that. As far as what I've been told, is they're looking to bring, um, thir- or excuse me, 18 different types of um, order placing um, to the market, and they're bringing a lot of the traditional finance um, applications to the market through their exchange, which is cool. I'm working with another exchange called 3BX, and they're taking more of a um, a different route. They do a lot of, they make it super easy to buy. There's no charts, there's there's nothing like that. They actually have the coins on the platform. So I believe that they're that 3BX is um, targeting more, um, you know, newer traders or people essentially that are looking to get into crypto. Their platform is very easy to use. But with Beeksy, they they have so many different options available. And I think that what you said, in order, in order for us to see mass adoption and do um, different things like that, we need to make things user friendly. And until we start doing that, not even just with exchanges, but just with a lot of the different projects, like nobody needs to know that they're using something on the blockchain. Like they they don't need to know they're using blockchain tech. They're just supposed to use it and it's supposed to be seamless. I agree. And there's a, the, the whole the whole market being relatively sideways for the last few months and, and sort of down this year. I think that's really leaning towards a developer's market. We, we need to see projects stop pandering to the needs of investors um, and start to actually look to execute the plans that they've put in place. And I think that 
rubber needs to hit the road a little bit more and we need to see that threat this year i actually see this sideways market this relative stability in bitcoin around the 6500 level i see it as a positive because it allows projects to get to work to stop worrying about the noise to stop listening to the hype to stop having to jump into the telegram groups and manage that so so full on you know get on with the work you said you do we've all seen many icos go ahead and raise but we haven't seen that many actually come out and do great things just yet of course there's exceptions to the rules but the amount of icos that are out there the coins that exist where's the money gone you know it's it's exactly (laughs) you need to do something with it to give some faith into this space so let's let's talk about that the market is sitting around that 6500 we are sort of having a struggle around that area it's holding at the moment what do you think is going to happen in the next few weeks do you have any sort of not prediction price wise but but what do you think we need to see before we actually start to see either an upward trajectory or downward trajectory for me personally, I'm actually looking at my chart right now. In order for me to um, fully believe the market is bullish, we need to. I believe we need to break above around 60, 68 area. Um, I do not think that we are going to break below 57, 58. Just because if we do, I believe it'll there'll be a lot of issues for the miners, and I believe a lot of miners and mining facilities will shut their miners off. So I don't see us breaking that historical low area there. But then again, I don't know what's going to happen. But I mean, that's. I don't know 100%, but that's what I think is going to happen is we're just going to consolidate and hopefully pop up to where we need to and break up above 68 and then hopefully up above, what is it, like 74 and then keep going from there eventually. But it's going to take a lot of time. We have to get more people into our market. I couldn't agree more. I mean, look, the the levels that you suggested, I mean, the level that I'm looking at is 68.40. We get above 68.40, we'll have a higher load, then that will represent a higher high on the daily. The second level, the most important level for me, based off of a weekly chart, is the the last uh, lower high. Now, that level is 74.29. We get above there. As long as we do it from where we are now, we don't dip any lower, uh, as, as in creating a new lower low. That will be a point at which the daily will then be in an uptrend, as will the weekly. Now, I'm a trend trader. I focus on trading trends, and I've got three strategies that I've got written checklists for. So I'm very disciplined and very structured in what I do, and I've done it across all the other markets. So for me, it's these are the these these are really important points for us to break through before there are more people that are willing to, I suppose, accept that. Maybe the worst days are over, but I'm certainly accumulating at the moment. That's why I like trading against Bitcoin at the moment with the alts is that I can continue to accumulate my Bitcoin position through the skill set that I have that is trading. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, you've got an event coming up in Las Vegas. Tell us about that. Yes, I do. So um, I have partnered with Morecoin and they were, I'm actually going to WCC, but I'm, I like, when I go to these conferences, I like to, like to host free meetups afterwards because there's people that can't afford the conferences. If I wasn't invited and given a ticket, I wouldn't be able to go. Um, I'm, I'm not a super wealthy person. I'm trying to get there and hopefully I will be soon. But um, so I do these conferences to include everybody or excuse me, these these meetups to include everybody. Anybody who wants to be a part of is more than welcome to come. So it's going to be on 11-1 at the Blind Pig. I have and it's off the strip and I have everybody or I have always have all the information on my pin message on Twitter. Um, so if anybody, if any of you guys are going to be there and love to have you. Well, I hope that lots of people come along. I'm not going to be there in Las Vegas. I'm trying to do less travel at the moment. I'm going to Dubai at the end of October. And then after that, I'm going to try and stay in wonderful, sunny Sydney for the summer. I'm sure that's not going to last very long, but uh, we'll see how we go. But um, Wendy, look, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show. I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. And please let us know, let the listeners know where they can find more information about you. 
So right now I'm really trying to grow my YouTube channel. So if you guys would come over there, subscribe to my channel. Um, I'd love that. My handle for, um, for YouTube is at CryptoWindio. It's at CryptoWindio for my Instagram and my Twitter and I think my LinkedIn as well. So if you'd love to come follow me there and, you know, ask, just let me know what kind of content you want to see. I would be very happy to assist in that. Sounds good to me, guys. You know where to find CryptoWindio now. So thank you so much once again for your time. I'd be more than happy to uh, conduct an interview with you down the track if you ever wanted to do something like that and cross collaborate i love doing that sort of stuff it's more content which means i don't have to think so much about it which is a win-win <laughs> but uh, look have a great time in las vegas i wish you all the best going forward i'll continue to uh, follow you on twitter and um yeah thank you so much for being on the show today thank you appreciate it have a great day thanks guys have a great day i'll speak to you again soon bye for now the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters.